Hi, I'm Avin, and this is the Salvation Engine Podcast, where we bring you the message about God's Word, His grace, and His goodness in a simple and direct way. The Bible says, faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. So please join me as I continue to share the gospel message about Jesus Christ, and let us hear the Word of God together. Hi everyone and welcome back to the Salvation Engine Podcast. My name is Avin and today I want to share with you a personal testimony of mental deliverance. Recently I shared a message in which I said that if the enemy can get you for even one second to disbelieve God's goodness, he takes ground over you. See, the enemy does not play fair. He doesn't care if you're going through grief depression or any mental challenge of any kind the bible says that he is the accuser of the brethren 24 7 day and night he is out to win over the territory of our minds and if he gains even an inch of ground over you his ultimate plan is to drive you to a place of torment just as he tried with jesus in the wilderness you know and this would be a wilderness in which you are unable to discern the voice of god i'd like to share with you what was my path to victory during a time of grief and during this time there was just so much going on you know i would i lost my mom emotions were in the air try and find my path in life again looking after my family you know when you're looking for that light at the end of the tunnel but it seems to move as soon as you think you have your feet firm on the ground something new comes up but i just want to give the lord thanks who delivered me when the enemy tried to take over my mind if you've ever been through any kind of mental suppression oppression or torment you you know what i'm talking about you know and if you've been through grief you know that there is there is it, it comes with a sorrow you know it comes with a sorrow and among other emotions it comes with it can bring on depression it can bring on even anger towards people it can bring on feelings of loneliness and this is all you know to be expected as we remember our loved ones fondly but there is a dangerous place there is a deep sorrow that is unhealthy you know that sorrow that turns to self you know friend if you've lost someone dear this and this is the place you know where you are i pray that you'll be blessed by this testimony and so with my mind totally wrecked you as you can imagine day and night these thoughts going through your mind and your mind is given over into this dark place as my mind was totally wrecked thrown from side to side bombarded with all types of thoughts the lord gave me practical wisdom on how to take back my mind on how to take my thoughts captive and he totally allowed me to filter my thoughts bringing the wrong thoughts under subjection casting them out and leaving the right thoughts a restored mind my mind was restored i was amazed at how quickly this happened and you will be amazed too so during that time you know it, it, it seems all very simple but during that time what i did and with the help of god was that 
I wrote down every single thought that crossed my mind and very specifically. Now, this, I believe, went on for about a day or, or so because I really wanted to capture every single thought. I know it sounds like hard work, but I needed my mind back. I desperately needed my mind back. This was not possible at all in my own strength and could not have been possible at all. I did this with prayer while standing on the word of God, you know, declaring 2 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 5, which says, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. You know, I think most people do this already to a certain extent. Most people keep a diary. When I shared this with a sister of mine, she said that she was already doing something similar. But if you get down to a single thought, you know, one word, a thought that crosses your mind, not storytelling, not sins, not um, writings that you do like a daily devotion or not many words, just one word. If you can capture just those, because that's what I had going through my mind. And this could take time. You know, you have to be patient with yourself. It could take three days, one week. You'll be shocked at the pattern. At least I know I was shocked at the pattern. You know, the repetition that the enemy uses. And it will become very evident and clear to you that not everything that crosses our minds is a thought from God or even our own thoughts. And they could be good thoughts, you know, good words, but they are simply not God's. And as you give them to God in prayer, he's able to deal with it for you just as he helped me deal with those thoughts. You know, don't try to do the sorting yourself. Not everything that sounds good is from God. We need God's wisdom and help in all things. And as you commit the thoughts to him, as you expose all these thoughts, as you bring them out, as you write them down, they become exposed to light. And God will not allow the bad stuff to come back in as you really submit, surrender all your thoughts in prayer to him. He will totally destroy the thoughts of the enemy. We do our part in keeping a good thought life, in staying in the word of God, in praise, in prayer, in fellowship with other people. And I can assure you that those mental tormenting thoughts will flee. It's a work of faith, but praise God, it's a supernatural weapon that helped me to achieve mental stability. And I pray that it's of benefit to someone out there that hears this message. All I can say is thank you, Jesus, for delivering me from the pit of torment. You know, when I was sharing it with my sister recently, I was reminded of how if you're seated in a classroom, the teacher might say, please take notes. And what are you going to do? You're going to pull out your book and a pen and a piece of paper, and you're going to actually take write down notes. So when I went back to that verse in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 10 and verses 5 and it said, take every thought captive. I thought, okay, so I've just written down every single thought because I've exposed it to the light. I have taken it captive. I have not allowed for it to fester in the realm of my mind believing that, okay, 
I've thought these thoughts. I'm taking it captive in the invisible realm of my mind. No, I subjected it to light. I brought it into the visible space where I could visibly see it written down and said, no, you are not getting back into my mind. I surrender you. I commit you to God and God was able to deliver me. You know, if you try this, please write to me, www.salvationengine.com. Let me know if you tried something or something similar or how how it's worked out for you because a lot of people are trapped in mental bondage without truly understanding that God wants us free in all areas of our lives, including our minds and our thought lives. Another good scripture to take hold of is from the book of Hebrews chapter 9 verses 13 to 14. You know, I've got a whole battle package for mental uh, mental scriptures because I know that this is the one area that the enemy fights a lot. But the book of Hebrews chapter 9 speaks about the blood of Jesus that purges our conscience from acts that lead to death. God cares about our mental health. You know, the Bible calls us priests and kings in the book of 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 9. And one of the things priests did in the Old Testament was that they would apply the blood of animals to the temple and to the articles of worship. But we're in the New Testament now. And the Bible says that our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. We have the mind of Christ as priests we have to learn how to apply the blood of jesus by faith that book of hebrews chapter 9 says that the gifts and sacrifices offered under the old testament were not able to clear the conscience of the worshiper they were only a matter of food and drink and various ceremonial washings this verse calls them external regulations applied until the time of the new order. Well, this is the new order. The new order is here, friend. The blood of Jesus has been shed that cleanses us internally to the deepest part of ourselves and is able to give the worshiper a clear conscience. Praise God. So if you're going through a mental challenge, please be patient on the path to recovery. God's promise is always full restoration. Don't quit. It may not be instant, but if you stand in faith, declaring these verses over yourself and praying to God concerning the area of your mind, it will happen. That is my testimony. It is also important to remember that our circumstances do not define us. You know, the Bible says that we are destined for trials. Believers all around the world are going through one type of challenge or another. In the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 6, you know, we find where Paul writes about the magnitude of the challenges he had to go through and how he went through them and his reliance upon the word of the Lord and his attitude towards these trials, tribulations and persecutions. And he says, but in all things, we commend ourselves as ministers of God in much patience, in tribulations, in needs, in distresses, in stripes, in imprisonments, in riots, in labors, in sleeplessness, in fastings, by purity, by knowledge, by long suffering, by kindness, by the Holy Spirit. 
by sincere love, by the word of truth, by the power of God, by the armor of righteousness on one hand and on the other, by honor, by dishonor, by evil report and good report, as deceivers and yet true, as unknown and yet well known, as dying and behold we live, as chastened and yet not killed, as sorrowful yet always rejoicing, as poor yet making many rich, as having nothing and yet possessing all things. Can you consider the amount of trials that he was going through, trials of all types and all magnitudes? As believers, we must understand that the presence of trials is not the absence of God. The trials work on our behalf to produce in us patience and perseverance, and our faith in God is built during these trials. In fact, the very trials that come our way confirm his goodness as we overcome challenge after challenge. Paul goes on to write in the book of 2 Timothy chapter 3 that, you, however, know about all my teachings, my way of life, my purpose, my faith, my patience, my love, my endurance, persecutions, sufferings. What kind of things happened to me in Antioch, Iconium, and Lystra, the persecutions I endured, yet the Lord rescued me from them all. The Lord is able to rescue us from any type and size of challenge. You know, a good prayer to say, and I always say this, is that as you wait upon the Lord's deliverance, is not to pray daily and pressing for the challenge to be removed, but it's to say, Lord, how can I use this trial to build my faith? I pray that the Lord will help you to identify any weeds that the enemy has planted in the garden of your mind and that you will this day walk in full mental deliverance. You are blessed. Thank you for listening to this message. If you've enjoyed hearing about God's goodness, please make sure to visit our website, www.salvationengine.com, where I share written messages from scripture and other news. In addition, is the Salvation Engine social media pages on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Simply type in Salvation Engine to find us. Have a great week. Until next time, be blessed.